All right, for the first time since Nebraska played at Minnesota back on the 6th of December. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, God. oh, I remember that. Yeah, you worry me. You betcha. I mean, I know uh, what you're going to say. But. Nebraska is a favorite on the road. So that only road game that Nebraska was a favorite this year was the Minnesota game. Oregon State was a neutral site game. Nebraska okay. tonight in Bloomington is a point and a half favorite for the 7.30 tip. Take Indiana the points. Everybody's grabbing onto the bubble. Texas A&M is like a little slip sliding away. Nebraska's a point and a half favorite against Indiana tonight. On the road, Assembly Hall. Nebraska hasn't won a game in the Big Ten on the road. Oh, Vegas, what are you doing? I Vegas is just begging you to play a side. For everybody that gets what I'm putting down. Uh, but Indiana, I if if this game is if Nebraska is dancing with Indiana and they carry it into the middle of the second half where it's just what are they doing? Indiana's not playing well, Nebraska's not playing well. I don't like Nebraska's chances. Because I have a feeling again, Indiana. And they haven't talked all week about Nebraska. No, they're just coming off a game against Northwestern. They had a week get ready for Northwestern. They had no energy. They had no effort. They had one guy going, and that's where. And I think he'll go tonight. He had mm-hmm. twenty and ten and two blocks in the first meeting. But if Nebraska comes out and they have no energy and it's effort, and they look like Northwestern again, man, we're gonna have some speaks tomorrow morning. But if Nebraska comes out and plays with energy and a little pop, and they don't stick to just hey, the first time we played them. Casey and Bryce were great shooting the three and instead get downhill and play defense, then I like their chances. But point-and-a-half favorite. Mm-hmm. Point-and-a-half favorite tonight on the road. And I'm almost 100% positive that that line was flipped from Indiana being a point-and-a-half, like as of early, early this morning. And it and it's, it flipped in favor of Nebraska. Maybe they said, you know what? I've watched Indiana play, and <laughs> their lack of willingness to shoot the three-ball in college basketball well, is amazing. And free-throw shooting, they're they're woeful. It's 66% right now. I know that's what they've been talking about this week as well. So uh, there are things there for Nebraska. We, we know. We've already seen this matchup in Lincoln, too. I ain't, I ain't doing it. I ain't uh, you already it. said that Indiana's going to win because you're the yep. uh, you're the first jinx yeah, guy. I am. Oh, yeah, 144 to 17. 74-68, Indiana. So Nebraska was a six-point dog at Northwestern, 10 at Illinois, 5 at Maryland, 3 at Rutgers, 4.5 at Iowa, 5.5 at Wisconsin. Hmm. They actually were a four-point dog at K-State. Last time they were a favorite on the road was Minnesota. Now they are a point and a half favorite tonight. I didn't watch that night. We had to, we had something going Give on. Give me that first half so of the Minnesota game. Give me that Bryce Williams first half of the Minnesota game. Give uh, me all that. Uh, here is uh, Dave to close out the hour. Good morning, Dave. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, I'm a little bit hoarse from last <laughs> night. I was part of that noise machine there at the, at the CHI. Uh, just uh, one comment and a question. You guys were talking, I think Gary was talking about how, you know, this time of year, most teams are rolling with seven or eight guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's sort of true. Um, the other night on TV, they flashed a statistic at the bottom of the screen. It said that Creighton was 359th place out of 360 or so teams in NCAA in terms of bench points a game. So we are at like the bottom mm-hmm. one or two percentile. So <clears throat> I think that one 
and this is my question for you guys. If we just get one more guy in the rotation, I think we I think we solidified Green as our seven last night. I think if we get one more guy in the rotation and make us a viable eight, what do you guys think about giving Trout some more minutes these last four or five games in the regular season in preparation for the tournament? So ahead. Uh, if it's available, you know, Mac is so big on matchups, Dave. I, I see what you're getting. I Hey, if you would have told me, or if I would have told you, Dave, at the beginning of the year that there's going to be a huge game in the middle of February between Creighton and UConn and Isaac Trout wouldn't play, you would have called me crazy. Or I would have called you crazy. They didn't play last night. Um, possibly, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know where he's at right now because when he's coming on the floor, he's not giving you any juice. I really think the focus should be, can Green and Miller split the four? Yeah. I mean, I think for sure Green Green validated himself last night. I mean, for crying out loud, look at what he did at Miller's North. We should, no one should be surprised. Yep. Um, but I do think our vulnerability, the chink in our armor, is, is that we're a seven-man rotation, not an eight-man rotation. Yeah, and you just you hope that that trend continues where guys don't get into foul trouble. You know, Shireman was rare that he got into foul trouble. They were able to navigate Alexander late. You saw when he was on the floor, and I, I get what you're saying, Dave, because when Alexander wasn't on the floor, when he got his fourth foul and Mac had to choose when do you bring him back in, that's where the door opened for UConn yeah. to make the run. You just, I, I think you keep your fingers crossed and you roll and you hope you know four of your starting five are going to give you the 30-plus minutes, stay out of foul trouble, and then... You figure out Miller and Green and where Farabello is because he's a, a part of this equation as mm-hmm. well. And I, I don't know what they do with Trout. That'll be that's uh, that'll be interesting to see what they do towards the tail end of the year if he finds a a role in a niche that is more than two to seven minutes a game. Yeah, and um, of course the one thing that all teams are susceptible to uh, is injuries. We were even hearing. I think you guys mentioned that maybe Klingon might be banged up. For he wasn't night. moving right there uh, towards the end of the first half, and then it kind of came back in like mid-late second half too, where he was he looked a little wobbly with the knee. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I don't believe in jinxing and all that stuff. So to mention injuries does not cause injuries. But I mean, we don't have to have we don't have to look that long into our past to remember what happened with Zagorowski, um, mm-hmm. etc. So we you know we're. I mean, so it happens. I just think we'd be, we would, it might be an investment that's forward looking if we just give him trout some minutes. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Dave, thanks for the phone call. And, you know, the, the schedule doesn't, I, I, you had St. John's, then you got Seton Hall, then you got Marquette, then you finish at Villanova. So more than likely, those are four games that are not going to have an open part. Dave's point about injuries. And I'll knock on yeah, wood for already, the Creighton fan. Already did. So last night, in my head, I'm thinking, okay. And this was more from the UConn perspective when the game was basically over. I'm like, okay, now you're thinking, let's just get out of here with no injuries. Right. It has Creighton has been able to navigate that weird streak of where they had a late season injury to a key guy, mm-hmm. Isaiah Zierden, uh, oh, wow. and then you go, you go Mo. Mm-hmm. Um, Zagorowski, Nemhard at St. John's. Yeah. Um, so they have been able to do that. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how well Mac navigates, but he's so big on the matchups. But I, 
I don't. I just can't figure out Isaac Trout. I mean, I, I just—he's—he doesn't—he doesn't give you when he comes on the floor. Well, that's Matt DeMarine is coming up here in uh, just a little bit. He'll join us from uh, White Blue uh, Review. Uh, again, Creighton's off until Sunday tonight. Nebraska and Indiana, point and a half favorite. Mm-hmm. At Assembly Hall. Huh. Dig okay. In. All righty. All righty. All righty. All righty. Uh, also, we will. Uh, people have uh, yesterday when the uh, college football playoff committee uh, talked about the five and the seven, they wondered what's going to happen with Notre Dame. I think. Oh, you're uh, not going to have a four, the top four bye. I think I'm, I know what's going to happen with uh, Notre Dame that we'll uh, discuss as uh, as well as we uh, roll till ten on this uh, hump day on sixteen twenty the zone.